Welcome to Near-Death Experience Podcast, the official source of audio accounts for the Near-Death Experience Research Foundation. I'm Chaz Hathaway, author of Life in the Spirit World, What Near-Death Experiences May Teach About Life on the Other Side. Today we're going to share the experience of a man named, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Krumar, K, or Kumar, uh, K-U-M-U-R. And I could be wrong, but um, I think that's an Indian name from India. Um, so I'm guessing this person is either from India or of Indian descent. I don't, you know, we're, we're always interested in non-Western experiences simply because we hear so many Western experiences, whether this is or not. Can't say for sure, but that could be a clue that maybe it's not. Anyway, Kumar says, during a school holiday, my class teacher asked me to make an electrical call bell using just a steel cup, nail, and copper wire with armature. I designed and prepared one, which I tested several times to ensure it is functioning or not, if it is functioning or not, because I had to do this, or to take this device to my teacher the next day for a small exhibition arranged there. Around 3.30 p.m., I was alone in my room in a big farmhouse. My father and mother were in the backyard and doing some work. I wanted to try my call bell. I accidentally caught a live electric wire while experimenting on this prototype of self-made call bell. As As the cable was too long, the voltage was 220 volts, and since I was holding the live wire in my hands, I suffered from electrical shock from for a sufficiently long time. Initially, I experienced a great pain and all that any shock victim would experience. As no one was there to rescue me for some time, slowly my pain ceased and I started raising from my body and started to float above. I could see the letters written on the roof tiles from very near, almost a few inches. Each letter appeared very big to me. It was a wonderful, painless state, and very cool and yet full of emotions. I had perfect crystal clear consciousness. I could see my body lying on the floor, head down, and still holding the wire. I rose to about ten feet off the ground, and I stopped hovering near the roof tiles. I was calling for help, but no one was there. After some time, I noticed my dad coming from the other end of the house. I could see him through the walls, and he was coming very slowly as he was not aware of the accident. I tried to call my dad very loud, but he could not hear me, even though he arrived near. He was chewing tobacco and murmuring something then. It was his habit. It was like as if I was in a dream. But naturally, when he reached the spot, he saw me, my body, lying on the ground. Without knowing that I'm holding a live wire, he held me tight and tried to lift me up. Suddenly I experienced a great pain and fell back into my body. I went into an unconscious state for at least ten minutes later, and when I woke up, my dad and mom were sitting near me. first word I uttered after seeing them was, Mom, I experienced today how one dies. But my parents were horrified. They took me to the doctor to explain to him that I might have gone insane due to electric shock. Whenever I started talking about my experience, they discouraged me 
and avoided the conversation, thinking that I, it may be adversely affecting my studies. Later, my mom told me that she came and rescued both me and my dad by switching off the mains, but I never saw her coming to rescue me as I could only see my dad. That is the end of the experience. A couple of things I find interesting in there. He says, it was like as if I was in a dream. Now, we can't conclude absolutely what he means by this, but most of the time, people, when they're out of their body, the state feels more real than reality. But this person, Kumar, Kumar seems to say that it's as if he was in a dream. That's interesting. So perhaps sometimes it does feel like a dream. And I would suspect that that dreamlike state would probably, probably, this is my guess, probably only be the case while they're still on earth. Because it's often when they find themselves in a landscape or the, or, you know, big, you know, beautiful crystal city or whatever, that things become really vivid. And that's when you hear of colors and all this stuff. Sometimes you'll hear of it while they're still in the earthly plane, but, uh, but most of the time it's in the other planes or realms, whatever, which makes me think that maybe sometimes when they first exit the body, maybe it does feel like a dream until they get beyond. I don't know. That's kind of interesting. And uh, the other thing that I thought worth pointing out was that he was not believed. Not only was he not believed, but his parents, well, it's not that they didn't believe what he experienced, but they believed that the whole experience that he had was a, a you know, mental disorder from electrical shock or electric shock. That is unfortunate. That is so sad. And yet you hear of people, you know, being told this. Oh, well, you must be, you know, having uh, an on late onset uh, schizophrenia or something like that. You're, you, you know, if you heard somebody talking to you or you saw a light hallucinating, then obviously you're seeing things and hearing things that aren't there, and therefore, you know, you've you've had brain damage and things like that. And that is so unfortunate that uh, that is the conclusion that many people come to. Now, if it's just this completely trippy experience with washing colors and frightening images and beautiful images all mixed into this mush of just horror slash confusion, abstract, you know, whatever, and, you know, one minute you're you're in a Harry Potter movie and the next movie or the next moment you're, you know, kind of like how dreams are, you know, as, as crazy as dreams can be, um, then certainly that would be a concern. But when it's just this consistent or this experience that's consistent with what so many people are having happen, you, you really can't conclude that it's anything of a mental problem from the uh, accident. It's just, you know, this is near-death experiences we're talking about. Anyway, very cool. If you would like to contact the podcast, you can do so by either emailing podcast at gmail.com or by calling 970-NDE-CAST. Or if you would like to support the podcast, you can do so by either purchasing the book, Life in the Spirit World, or by going to patreon.com slash NDE cast and becoming an ongoing monthly contributor. And once again, thank you all of you so much for listening.